Confidence is a frequency and energy. Confidence is the freedom to be yourself. And this freedom is available to you when you feel safe in your body and your emotions. When you feel safe to be you. No masks, no hiding, no shrinking, no playing small. What if you spent less time thinking about the things you want and more time feeling worthy of them? What if you spent less time trying to change your body and more time trusting it? What if you were on the same team as your body and knew exactly how to nurture yourself moment to moment? What if your emotions led you to freedom rather than controlled you? This is where we're going together in our program, 12 Weeks to Confidence. We invite you to join us. Starting on the 29th of April, you will receive live coaching from Josephine and myself Facebook group for support and support from us throughout this journey. We've got an early bird rate happening until the 31st of March 2024, where you can save 400 US dollars to join us on 12 Weeks to Confidence. If you're interested in joining us on this lived transformation, email the word confidence to Josephine or Fiona. Our emails are in the show notes of this episode. And we'll send you all the information, including an opportunity to have a short free call with one of us to answer all your questions. We can't wait to see you there. We often think of well-being as one-dimensional. What if we look at it from a different perspective? The possibilities are endless. All you have to do is step outside the square. Let's walk this walk together and hold on tight for the ride. My name is Fiona. I'm a corporate wellness facilitator, body image and eating psychology coach, and a lover of joyful experiences. And I'm Josephine, a dietitian, somatic release therapist, and a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist. Welcome Welcome to Outside Outside the Square. Surprise! (laughs) We're back. Couldn't say away. We thought we would give you the gift of a little bonus conversation. Today we're talking about how one powerful conversation can change your life and yeah, see where this takes us. We've talked across this season about all sorts of different aspects of things where I guess our underlying aim was to get you to challenge yourself, to get you to connect with yourself a little bit deeply or in a, in a more different way. And one of the ways that we can also do that is by having powerful conversations with other people. And sometimes it can just take one conversation or one really valuable question to really change your outlook or your perspective. And we wanted to dive a little bit into that today and some of the ways that that can help or benefit you and your life and how we do that in our profession as well. Often when I start connecting with a client, like the, the one thing I really want them to understand is that this is about their own personal power, the conversations we're having. And I'm here for them to, to speak their mind and get to the core of what's actually happening, the patterns, the behaviours, the 
self-sabotage, the limiting beliefs, like let's look at these patterns because we can blame our stress or our relationships or our work or whatever's happening, but actually there's always a pattern under all of that and that's where you're going to get all that learning from and that's where transformation happens. And so sometimes there are those conversations which just stop you in your tracks and make you realise what is under all of these repeated patterns we're playing out. Absolutely. And being able to identify that can provide so much relief and it can sometimes just help things fall into place. It doesn't always fix everything. So sometimes, you know, I have clients who come and go, well, I I really want to lose this weight. And they identify exactly what's going on, but then they don't lose the weight straight away or they don't lose the weight at all. And so the issue that they came to wasn't necessarily fixed, but there's a lightness that comes from understanding how all the other pieces fit together. And quite often what happens when when that aha moment or when that realisation happens of what's truly happening for that person is that the desire to lose the weight or the, the issue that they had they don't necessarily need to fix that anymore because they've actually they're actually working on the thing that needs to be worked on and the results that then happen after that for that person are then icing on the cake mm, absolutely it's an aha moment you're right and once you've had that yes you're going to set an intention to make changes to that core piece of the issue but the timeline's sort of irrelevant you know like once you've really seen it and held it it's a matter of trust from there that you've got this this is totally your your own internal journey that is going to unfold and trusting the timing of that is becomes much easier those things can happen so quickly as well just from that one little realization or just from that one powerful question mm-hmm. and there are lots of ways that that can happen so you know, I've had some some wonderful friends in my life who have challenged me or asked me a question that's just quite pointed and has really made me shift into a self-reflection space. There are other times where I have sought that out from coaches and support people myself because I know that I need to change my perspective on something, but I'm not able to do it myself. So sometimes having that outside support to help you join the dots can be really valuable. And sometimes it can just take that one conversation for someone to be able to see and notice and ask that question to get you there. And they're unforgettable conversations. I know the conversation this year that was that. And it and it was with a friend who may become a coach at some point, but a friend at this point over coffee. And I was talking about some repetitive challenges I was seeing in in relationships with certain people who I believe are never going to change. Core people in my life who I don't think are going to change. And he said to me, why can't you walk out the door today from this coffee and truly show up as yourself in a way that means that they cannot change? And that like just blew me away. It's like, hang on a minute. You are just challenging me to see this as something I can change when I have for you know the better part of my life thought that you know these core relationships these people it's on them and no he's blatantly telling me in the nicest safest way why do you have to change around them why do you have to get triggered and 
so much has unraveled after having that conversation. You know, I still do get triggered, but there is this empowerment within me that actually, no, this is something that I'm in control of now. Yeah. It's just that one little reflection that makes you realize that, yeah, actually you do have the power to do that. Yeah, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but we all often use external validation or external power. But actually, if you can come back and make it internal to you, then you're in the driver's seat. The way that we can help understand and get to our internal power is by having those powerful conversations with people. We need someone else to see our blind spots. Mm. We've got those blinkers on. They're on. Yeah, absolutely. The blind spots I most often see with clients when we first connect, there's a free discovery call. And so we connect for the first time and people come into that session thinking or feeling like they're not doing enough, that they've seen the expert practitioners, the, whether it's medicals or psychology, with whoever they've been working with in the past, if it hasn't got them to where they think they should be, there's this level of, I just need to be more responsible. I just need to have more willpower. I just need to have more self-control. And I love having that initial conversation with people to just flip that on its head a little bit and get them to look at, well, hang on a minute, why? Why am I unable to nurture myself in the way that other professionals have told me that I should in the past? And once they realize like, oh, there's a reason why I can't do these things and it's valid, then literally their whole demeanor and their body lightens. You know, you can see the tension dissipate from their body. And then we're having the conversation of, okay, so this is about how I feel about myself and I've got to get to the place where I'm okay before I can nurture myself. And so we've done nothing in that first session. I haven't given them any advice. I haven't told them the solution to whatever health problem we're looking at or emotional problem, but I can beat you if I saw them in a month's time, so many things in their life would change just with that, that level of empowerment that comes from having that conversation. Yeah. I love that because it talks to the power of just one conversation that can start to change where you're at. And it might not fall into place now. We talked a little bit earlier about that timing piece. I don't know about you, Josephine, but sometimes there are moments when I'm with clients that I sort of wonder, or when I stop working with them and they're they're off, I always wonder where they got to, whether, whether some of the things I said have landed or when they have landed, because I think what happens when we have those initial conversations, and as you say, we both offer an initial complimentary call where you can come and just have one really powerful conversation with one of us. And that can plant what what I call planting seeds. I'm just offering you a different perspective or a question to think about. And that might not land with you right now. That might not sprout. It might not manifest yet. But it might do much later on where something that has been said in a powerful conversation then finally lands and really lands authentically Mm. and so sometimes as you say we can see that physical lightning of someone in that just in that one short 20 minute conversation other times we might only have that 20 minute conversation and then as you say in a couple of months or years 
you might bump into that person again and see it then and see it have have matured and become something so much bigger as well. Absolutely. I used to think as a practitioner that I'd have to see my clients regularly for them to have accountability to make change, like a personal trainer would. But actually, I'm teaching my clients to get out of their head and into their body to feel. And so once they've got that skill, or even if they're starting to play with that idea of what it would be like to actually go inside and come from a place of feeling rather than shoulds then yeah they're on their own journey and I can have complete trust that they'll come to come back and connect when it's aligned and when it's right and my as you say my favorite clients are to see are the ones that I saw five years ago and then they're willing to come back and readdress things and in that time I've grown as a coach practitioner as well so there's a whole nother layer of getting to know them and getting a whole nother layer of working together at that time. And I remember being, a, as, as a dietitian, often your clients don't want to come back because if they've done a program with you, they've come to fix something, whether it's the gut condition or a weight concern. But actually over time, my client base is changing and it's becoming people who are ready to do the internal work. And it's they know they're not coming for a fix-it solution. They know that they're coming to have those little aha moments and have someone hold space for them to do that as regularly as they need. Mm. Yeah. That journey with a client and to have someone who is comfortable coming back to go another level down or another level deeper. There's so much trust there from us as coaches, but I think also there is that space and understanding that things change and things come back up. So you might have identified something and feel like you've gone through a process. So you and I both facilitate emotional release. We might feel that we've actually gotten through that and we're feeling okay about that situation and we've released it and we've let it go. We might find in another two years, it comes back up again. And actually I hadn't released it. There was more there. And yeah, thanks, thanks universe for sending me another trigger, right? Like this is the life's work. You're going to keep being triggered. And it's going to hit you in the face if you need to go another layer, you'll know. That's where, for me, some of the behaviours that I see, particularly around food and eating, they become something that rather than is a problem I need to fix. I'm emotional eating. I'm binge eating. I need to fix it. I need to lose weight. I'm weighing myself every day and I can't get rid of my scale. The first part of that is that powerful conversation where we say, what if you let that go? What if you put the scale away? What if you didn't worry about dieting? Just for What if you ate whatever you want just for a couple of weeks? And the lightness that comes from that initially. And then we work on the roots and we, we have those powerful conversations about what's happening. And then it shifts that that behavior, rather than something to be fixed, is something that becomes kind of like a barometer for where mm. I'm that that might be the thing that's the thing that's identifying for you where you need to do more work. Yeah, I love the term barometer because your barometer is so unique. It might be that you get gut symptoms. It might be that you get fatigue, depletion, chronic fatigue, even pain, chronic pain, headaches. Everyone's barometer is so different, right? But it's starting to see that these physical and emotional signs are here for us to work with and for us to understand the emotional patterns underneath. 
Yeah. That's then where there's power in being able to come back and reconnect and have someone ask those powerful questions of you again or, or help yourself be challenged. Because I think the other thing that comes from, from some of this is that we can learn the tools. I've had a lot of the tools in my life to manage. I've learned how to release my own emotions. Do I do it every time I need to? And every time my body's telling me that I need to, I don't. Sometimes I actually need for someone else to help facilitate that for me. Sometimes I need someone to push me into that space because it is going into a space that can be uncomfortable and it can be hard to do that for yourself sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. We're all human beings and our emotions are terrifying. (laughs) And as humans, we're hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Mm, All we're asking you to do is sit with the pain, whatever it might be, whether it's physical pain, whether it's emotional pain, or we might be pushing you into it to be able to understand what's going on with that. And it's not, it's not what we're hardwired to do. We're hardwired to, to seek pleasure and avoid pain. But only pleasure so far, because pleasure can be scary too, right? So we're almost hardwired, as you say, to seek pleasure over pain, but in this very small, well, maybe small actually, within a tolerance window. So I can tolerate this much pleasure and I can tolerate this much pain. And you will know if you're getting just a feeling of dissatisfaction or if it's just not right to stay within that window of tolerance anymore and you need whether it's a friend who can ask those powerful questions or a coach to start to ask you the questions to extend your your window of tolerance for more pleasure and more pain in your life just your ability to hold that within your nervous system yeah I think a lot of people are going to relate with that that sense of being scared to feel too much joy or too much happiness and that that can actually feel just as scary as as feeling too much pain yeah what if I was as successful as visible as I want to actually be and then how are people going to respond to that you know then again having a really powerful conversation around that piece could really help you to extend the joy and success in your life rather than staying in the safe space and maybe sabotaging yourself without realizing it to stay in that window of tolerance. So I want to ask you for people who might be listening, who would like to be able to help invite those closest around them into challenging and powerful conversations, because what we're saying here is that you can seek that out from a coach, but Sometimes when a friend or someone close to you has a really powerful question or that one element of of bringing you into a powerful conversation, it can be so valuable. What are some examples of powerful questions that someone might be able to ask to help a friend or a colleague and invite them into a powerful conversation? You've used a brilliant word. It's It's an invitation. One of the questions I love people asking me, because as a coach, I can't really turn off, whether it's my husband or a friend, you know, I'm still very aware. I'm not necessarily going to say anything, but I'm often aware of people's blind spots. So when my husband says to me or a close friend says to me, like, oh, is it me? 
we've had this conversation where maybe they're venting about quite a few different things in their life. And then I say, hang on a minute, is this a me thing? Or is there a passion here with me? Is the core issue here me? Maybe it's me. And that just gives me as the other person permission to start gently pointing out what blind spots I see. Love that. Because it brings, it has the focus on you as well when you're in that space to ask someone else, oh, what do you think? (laughs) Do you think I'm the common denominator? But saying it in a way that seems playful and fun and curious. Yeah, because then there's a likeness for what they they can bring to that conversation. And it just makes me think of mirrors, like every relationship in our life, every work situation, every friend situation, it's always a mirror for us to see what's going on with us. So if we're coming up against the same sort of conflicts with people again and again and again, there is the universe holding you up the the mirror for you to see loud and clear (laughs) that actually there is a wound here that you could heal and stop having these sorts of conflicts come up in your life or these sorts of feelings come up in your life. So trying to find a question where you can give someone the permission to show you a mirror. That's seeking, isn't it? And it's that invitation to Mm. dive a little bit deeper. You know, that doesn't even have to be with someone that you're friends or you're really close with. I recently had a really powerful conversation with, I was dropping in to just have a, have a test. And the doctor who was there, we were just having an initial, oh, what do you do? How are you? Introductory conversation. And I said, oh, I'm an eating psychology and an emotional release coach. And she went, oh my goodness, we dove into this this conversation and we both just at one point looked at each other and went, I so needed to connect with you today. This is what I needed. I needed this. And as the appointment ended, we said, oh, we should reconnect. Let's, Let's touch base again outside of this sort of container. And then I said, do you know what? Even if we don't, thank you for this conversation. And she said, yeah, I just needed this. And if this is all it's meant to be, this has been really helpful and powerful. So we can get to those vulnerable, deep, powerful conversations, even with people who maybe we we might not have the opportunity to reconnect. And there's still so much power in, in doing that. Those questions and those invitations don't just have to be from those people who you know very well. Because as you just said, Josephine, you can often see people's blind spots and and I can as well as coaches. We've been trained to help people connect the dots in terms of what's happening and help them to see that picture so that they can work through that. And so you just never know who else will be able to do that for you. That's such a good point that if you're feeling stuck but you don't necessarily want to go see a coach. There's so many other people that can help you get unstuck. It's not just trying to battle out the same thing by yourself. You can literally ask someone, what do you see? There is, as we've said already today, there's one powerful conversation can begin to change your life. And certainly I know from your experience and my experience as coaches, Coaching gives you, when it is an ongoing coaching relationship, it gives you an opportunity to have multiple powerful conversations. Mm -hmm. And that can change your life again and again and again. Yeah, absolutely. Because often when I hear from clients, if they're friends or if they're just letting me know how they're going, 
as you said, they get to this point where it's like, I'm not using the tools anymore. I'm not using the practices anymore. And that's a window of tolerance thing. It's not that the tools and the practices don't work anymore. It's actually that you've got stuck where you are and it's probably time to come and have another conversation, whether it be with that coach or whether you can find someone in your life where you can honestly ask some of these questions. Is it me? What's the pattern you see? Can you see my blind spot? What internal work do I need to do around this? Yeah. And yeah, when we move into that space, it is, it's transformational. Yeah, we, t- we tend to think things are going to be hard, but actually it can be effortless. If one conversation can change your life, then how that unravels and how you can change your behavior and change your emotions can feel less effortful as well. Like, yes, there's often the, fear, the deep feeling work. You have to move through the heavy to get to the light, but it can be more effortless and more fun if you're willing to embrace these conversations to keep like, pointing you in the right direction. Follow the breadcrumbs of the powerful yeah. conversations. Yeah. Oh, and another powerful conversation that we have just had today, Josephine. We couldn't let you guys leave without having one more conversation <laughs> with you. I think probably because we've both found this process of the last few weeks really powerful ourselves and certainly big shifts and changes for me just in this space of having these wonderful conversations with you each week. So if they have really deeply resonated with you, you are welcome to have a one-on-one conversation with us through our discovery call or complimentary call process. So we'll put our links in the show notes today. We would love to hear from anyone who's ready to go deeper with their own internal work. And as we said that sometimes it's just one, sometimes it's an ongoing relationship of many of those conversations. So you can come knowing that you'll get what you need. Yeah. So check out the show notes. Until next time. Before we finish up today, we would like to acknowledge the original custodians of the lands on which our podcast is created. The Ngāi people of Aotearoa, New Zealand. And the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation, Australia. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and to all our listeners who identify as Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander or Maori. We love connecting with you, our listeners, and talking about the topics that mean the most to you. Reach out to us on Instagram at Outside the Square Podcast and let us know what you want to hear more of. So until next time, keep stepping outside your square. We're really grateful for all of you for listening and we'll be back soon. Keep an eye out on our Instagram. We'll be posting some things there. Reach out to us if you want to.